We've reached the final out. This is the BYU Baseball Post Game Show on the new skid, BYU Sports Network. BYU Post Game Show is brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Also by Smith's Food and Drug. Smith's now has grocery pickup and online delivery to save you time. Also by Zion's Bank. For banking that helps you game plan for life, Zion's Bank is for you. Let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Well, a thriller tonight here in San Diego. BYU is a winner. Final score 6-4 to four in 10 innings. And again, you hear a lot of 10-inning scores, and you go, well, there's always going to be a runner at second, and uh, teams can manufacture runs. That was not the case. This series will not be played with those extra innings rules. The 10th inning began with the bases empty for both teams, and BYU in the 10th inning after Mitch McIntyre flied out to right, Peyton Cole doubled, and then Andrew Pintar brought him home with a two-run shot for Andrew, his second home run of the night, and that goes home run twice, a triple in the third, and so Andrew was the big bat for BYU tonight. Andrew Pintar, 3-for-5 on the night. 3-for-5 with four RBIs, two home runs and a triple. Big total base night and a big night for everyone wearing Cougar gray and blue tonight. 6-4 to four is your final score. These final stats brought to you by Deseret News. BYU, six runs on nine hits, no errors. They played catch tonight, really fielded the ball well. They left five on. San Diego, four runs on ten hits. They committed one error. It was a big one. It brought home a run. And they left nine on tonight. So a very prolific and productive San Diego team is outscored despite out-hitting BYU tonight. The Cougs will take that. Thank you very much. BYU was down after eight innings. And uh, they went into the ninth needing a run to tie it. They got that run in the ninth inning. It was Cole Gamble scoring that run on an RBI from Josh Cowden, who came up big when it mattered most for Joshua. He tied the game at four, and then the Cougars win it, win it with two in the tenth to take the six to four decision. Fantastic work by BYU all over the place tonight. BYU now has uh, its first win, by the way, when trailing after eight innings this year. So the Cougs had been 0 for 18 when trailing going into the ninth. And now they're 1-18. San Diego had been 23-0 leading into the ninth, and now they're 23-1. So something that had never happened all year for either team happened tonight here in San Diego as BYU wins it 6-4 in 10 innings. The big bat provided by Andrew Pintar. 3-for-5, three, three runs, four RBI, two jacks. Nothing bigger than what he did in the 10th inning, ripping one to left field for the two-run shot that is the game winner. Post-game coverage will continue. We'll hear from Mike Littlewood. Maybe even Andrew Pintar makes an appearance. We'll see as we continue on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the BYU Baseball Post-Game Show. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. We're back here at Fowler Park in San Diego, California. Final score, BYU 6 and San Diego 4. In extra innings, head coach Mike Littlewood with us. BYU improves to 18-23 and 23 on the year. Six straight wins for the Cougs and back above 500 in WCC play at 10-9. and nine. And the Toreros, who led the league at 14-4 and four in conference, had won eight straight, swept two straight series. Take one on the chin tonight, courtesy of the Cougs' tremendous comeback effort with one in the ninth and two in the tenth. Coach Littlewood, congrats to you and the boys. Yeah, thanks a lot, Greg. We, uh, yeah, we just came out and played, uh, played with confidence. And, and again, co- confidence and calmness and... Um, I, I, I really believe that the 28 guys in the dugout tonight felt like, well, and you had five or six, seven staff members, we all felt like we were, we were going to win the game tonight. It was just kind of a, an eerie feeling. Like Even when they came back, took the lead, it was, um, it was just a really good feeling in the dugout. We've, we've had that recently. 
BYU uh, t- gets a starting pitcher in Jake Miller who has a no-hitter on his resume. So you know what kind of stuff he has. And he was kind of dealing tonight, 14 strikeouts through seven innings. And, uh, but, it, but the guys who got to him got to him with big hits, uh, Andrew Pintar and Cole Gamble specifically. Um, just big bats for you tonight. Well, I think Penny's first at-bat, when he, when he kind of turned around that fastball, if, if, if Cougar fans remember, Justin Sterner pitched for us um, and w- was drafted by the Marlins or signed with the Marlins. He has that high spin rate fastball, the high, just the riding fastball, and that's what that's what Jake Miller has. He's got a, a fastball that just it doesn't drop like a normal fastball would. It kind of maintains its height, and and you know therefore he gets a lot of strikeouts with that pitch. He he gets the majority of his strikeouts with his fastball, which is which is kind of unique. And he just throws it and says, "Here you go." And, you know, it's 90, 93, 94, 95 ish, and it was a, and he was today he was spotting it up in out. I think I think he was probably getting a few inches here here and there on, off the plate, and we were too. So no complaints there. But um, we did a nice job of just you know we struck out a bunch, no doubt. But he's a guy who's going to strike out some guys. We did a good job just coming back up there, not losing confidence, going back up there, and just like Penny just said, getting your hacks off. You know, getting a pitch you can handle and and get, putting a good swing on it. And Penny's showing the many reasons he leads you in so many important offensive categories. And, and no bigger night for him than the one tonight uh, for RBI and the home run to start things for you and end things for you tonight. Well, we said he got two real home runs and one Little League home run <laughs> with the uh, with the triple in the air. And, and a good job by Coach Pratt at third base with his head up and uh, on that play, sending sending uh, Penny on that to when the when the relay guys missed that. But and then it's really tough to, to pitch around um, Penny when Gamble's swinging the bat so well behind him. And Cole comes in with three three hits and, and gets a, I don't I can't remember what inning it was, top of nine maybe, gets that key double. and, yep. and let, off, uh, let off the ninth. And I think it, I think we even win this game earlier if we just execute. Uh, you know, Jelly doesn't execute a bunt. Josh Cowden doesn't ex- execute a bunt. And um, so that, that was really the only negative. And the the balls that they hit, uh, we – I think Cooper left a fastball down the middle, McKeon, uh, to Lopez, and Carter left a pitch up that uh, was a what we call a four spot, so it's supposed to be way outside. Leaves it out over the middle of the plate. Um, Lovano, he's a good hitter, uh, makes us pay. So a couple of mistakes here and there. And again, our, our margin of error is razor thin. We did just enough good to win this game tonight. Just super proud of the guys. Well, BYU's been a great closing team. Uh, when you lead after eight, you've won every one of those games. But San Diego had been a great closing team. They were 23-0 and when leading after eight. You're the first team to get them when they take a lead to the ninth. Well, and I think both those both those things you just mentioned um, speak to both of us having great staffs, great great bullpen guys, and, and especially end-the-game bullpen guys. When you can bring Cooper McKeon, the fall with Carter Smith, and then bring Reed in, um, that's a you know it's pretty tough to get runs off those guys. They're a little bit different, and again, Shaw and Robinson, those, those guys. Um, you look at their um, just minute um, ERAs. Yeah. They just don't give up runs, and so I'm sure Coach Hill felt very comfortable with the four three lead, bringing in his guys and letting them go. That's the thing. A 14 K guy followed by a couple of kind of <laughs> lockdown guys, and you still find a way to get it done. Well, Shaw Shaw comes in with a. Uh, with a, a fastball that's 94-95, and he, he's similar. And maybe that was a good thing, that he's similar to, to Jake Miller. I think if we would have seen Robinson first with that kind of 84-85, but he has a really a plus slider, I think if they throw, throw him next, um, it might have been different. We might have struggled just a little bit more, but they brought Shaw, and it's kind of just a similar guy to, to Jake Miller, but not quite as good. And, and so it was a, you know, a minute step down, but uh, we, you know, we did a good job against him. Last thing, maybe, uh, the last extra inning games you played was against USF in late March. And for that series, 
the, the agreement was made to have runners on second to start extra innings. This Just to maybe inform our listeners, this is a decision made before series begin, how you're going to handle extras, right? And I guess at that time of year, weather's maybe a part of it too, um, but a different philosophy here in San Diego. This was going to be earning it the old-fashioned way. Yeah, against San Francisco, I actually text uh, Nino Giratano, their coach, a couple days before, and I said, hey, what about the international tiebreaker? We call it international yeah. tiebreaker. Um, that's probably not the correct term, but our, the West Coast Conference doesn't have a policy on that. And so they just, they've just they said if the coaches agree before the first game that they're going to do this, um, start with the man on second base in extra innings, um, the, the last out or the last hitter uh, of the previous inning. Uh, so we did it against USF. We Texas State, I believe, we, we had a game. We had another maybe two at te- Texas State, but we've played three of those games. Um, but Coach Hill, we got to the plate, and it's always brought up, do you want to play international tiebreaker or straight up? And Coach Hill... I wanted to play it straight up, and uh, we hadn't talked about that. He and I don't talk a whole lot anyway, and so <laughs> we uh, we uh, decided to just go with what he wanted to do, and thank goodness we did. Does the home plate skipper or the home team skipper kind of have the final say on that one? Yeah, or? you know, I, I think that's, I mean, if you'd, again. If you'd, if you'd not wanted to do it, how yeah, would it have gone? I mean, both both coaches have to agree, Okay, and so if he would would have wanted to and I didn't want to do it, then we wouldn't do it, so both both coaches have to agree. Oh, they, it, it doesn't go to arm wrestling at home plate? It doesn't, but I would I would be happy to do that. I would, yeah. I would take you in that one. <laughs> I would be happy, yeah. Um, but I, I honestly think that that rule benefits the home team. And so for me, if I'm at home, I, I don't mind that because it's almost like it's almost like golf. You see what you know your competitor makes a shot, and then you figure out what you need to do. You you play it safe. You be aggressive. And so, um, but, hey, I, I'm just glad the result was what it was tonight. We we came out played with some heart. Showed a lot of character and a tough, tough place to play against a really good team. I want to do it again tomorrow night. All right, let's do it. The Cougars had to do it the old school way and did so. Two in the tenth after one in the ninth. Come back, Cougs. Get the win here in San Diego. Yeah, let's do it again tomorrow. You can't, uh, you know, sw- uh, series wins only happen after the first uh, after you get one uh, in the books. You did that tonight. We always say you can't sweep and, unless you win that first one. So that that one's in the books. All right, we'll do it again. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Greg. All right, that's going to do it for our broadcast tonight. Appreciation to the entire crew back at BYU Radio. Our control board operator Sam Lati. Our coordinating producer, Terry South. Our engineers, Barry Squires, Sean Fay. Our BYU Radio assistant station manager, Sean O'Neill. Our thanks to Andrew Pintar, the biggest of the big bats for BYU tonight, and head coach Mike Littlewood for their postgame comments as well. Final score in 10 innings, BYU 6 and San Diego 4. The Cougs go from trailing 4-3 in the ninth to winning 6-4 in the 10th. This was a fun one. Yes, let's do it again tomorrow night. It'll be a 6 o'clock Pacific time, 7 o'clock Mountain time. First pitch for BYU and San Diego in game two of their three-game set. For all those folks that I just mentioned, my name is Greg Rubel, thanking you for tuning in tonight. So in the meantime and in between time, this has been BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Good night and so long from San Diego. You have been listening to live coverage of BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU Baseball is a production of BYU Athletics in association with BYU Broadcasting. Special thanks to BYU President Kevin Worthen, Vice President Keith Vorkink, Athletic Director Tom Homo, and Associate Athletic Director for Corporate Sponsorships, Casey Stoffer. BYU Baseball is an exclusive presentation on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU Sports Network.